Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Cognizant Minds. I am your host, Ramis Sanders. And today I really wanted to touch on, you know, what is alkalinity? What is the alkaline diet? What are, What is the importance of the alkaline diet? And what are some foods you can and can't eat while on the alkaline diet? You know, a lot of people have been messaging me and they're like, I've heard of vegan, but I haven't never, I've never heard of alkaline vegan. What is alkaline? Is there any books or any information you can you know, you can lead me to, to learn more and to look more into it. And so I really wanted to touch on that today. So alkalinity, alkalinity is anything above seven. And, you know, you got to watch out because there's certain drinks and certain uh, processed products and stuff like that, like the alkaline water and stuff like that. That's artificially alkaline. They they made it alkaline with, with certain minerals and certain chemicals in the lab. And same with bleach. Bleach is alkaline. But if you drink bleach, it's acidic to the body and can cause a lot of damage. But natural alkaline things is anything above seven. And certain things like uh, that would be alkaline naturally, certain like grapes, watermelon, cucumbers, butternut squash, uh, sour oranges, stuff like that. Natural things that actually grow in the wild and that have seeds and have been known for known to to mankind since the beginning of times and our ancestors and and what it what the ph scale is the ph scale is how acidic or how alkaline or neutral something is and some people like to say potential of hydrogen some people like to say power of hydrogen but it measures the acidic and alkalinity of a certain thing so you have seven the seven in the middle it goes from the ph goes from zero to 14 you have seven in the middle, which is neutral. Anything below seven is acidic. Anything above seven is alkaline. And the, the importance of eating alkaline is because your body is already acidic by function. It's alkaline by nature, but it's acidic by function. See, the blood is alkaline. The blood usually about 7.4, 7.5, somewhere in that range. And, you know, the blood always remains alkaline. The blood will do anything it can to remain alkaline and keep that balance of homeostasis. But the body overall, and uh, like overall, the body has a lot of acidic functions. Like you, when you break down your food, you have this stomach acid, hydrochloric acid, you know, RNA, ribose, nucleic acid, DNA, diroxy, uh, deoxyribose, nucleic acid. You have all these. You have all these different acids in your body. So when you eat alkalinity or drink alkaline, or live an alkaline lifestyle, holistically. It measures it out. That's what keeps that balance of homeostasis. Now, when you eat acidic foods, you you're adding acids to already an acidic body. You already have acidic functions in your body. So whenever you eat acidic foods, now you're adding more acid to acid. It's kind of like adding gasoline to a fire. That fire is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Same with the body. You eat you eat acidic foods. You're gonna keep you're gonna you're gonna make your internal body your inner terrain more acidic, and the the thing with acids is the body is amazing. The body is truly smart. It's one of the there, there's nothing there's nothing better than the body. The body is the smartest thing in the world. Each cell in your body is smarter than any computer, any artificial intelligence, any scientist, any doctor. The cells know best. Why? 
because it was created with with that consciousness. It was created with that intelligence. So whenever you eat acidic foods, they're mucus forming. What is mucus? Mucus is a lipid. It's like a a slimy substance in your body that, that that covers acids and it has calcium in it. And what it does is, whenever something, whenever you eat something acidic, what it does is the, the body can't really break it down. So what the mucus does, it comes to the scene. The mucus tries to calcify, calcify the acids. And what happens when, when that, what happens when uh, calcium calcifies acids? is it crystallizes in your body and it can get stored in the joints and stuff like the tissues and this is what they call arthritis and stuff like that and it can just sit in your colon it can it can go anywhere at once honestly like it can go inside the blood it can go it can fill up the lymphatic system and back up the lymphatic system it can get inside your skin it can do anything go to your brain and sit on top of your brain and and block oxygen from Go into the brain cells, which they call uh, Alzheimer's and all types of stuff, dementia, all types of brain problems. This is what they call. And the problem with that is most people aren't eating an alkaline diet. So every time that happens, more and more and more and more mucus just starts to build up inside of the body. And the body's intelligent. It's going to keep it's going to keep, you know, trying to protect you from those acids because acids burn things, acids deteriorate things, acids eat things. And so the body's going to keep sending mucus and the mucus is just going to keep piling up, piling up, piling up. And wherever that mucus is at, it's going to block the, the cells and the tissues and the organs from receiving oxygen. And oxygen is one of the most important things in the world. You can't, you can eat as healthy as you want. You can eat all grapes, you can eat an all-fruit diet, all-alkaline fruit diet. You can drink your herbs every day. You can think the most brilliant, uh, high-vibrational, positive things. But if you cover your mouth and can't breathe for a certain amount of time, you're going to die. Which shows you that oxygen is the most important thing. And a lot of the food and stuff like that and the herbs have oxygen already in them. And they help increase the oxygen within within your cells and your body because it cleans stuff out and it allows for nothing to be in the way of the body serving its functions. And a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of the foods they're eating are very acidic. You have meat. Meat is uric acid. You have starch, like a lot of the uh, breads and stuff like that and grains that people are eating. That's carbonic acid. A lot of the dairy products lactic acid now we naturally now we naturally produce lactic acid just by our bodily functions and by working out and stuff like that and moving so if you already produce that lactic acid why would you eat more lactic acid when it breaks down in your body because that's what dairy does dairy breaks down as lactic acid inside of your body remember what i said what do acids do acids burn things ash acids eat at the eat at the cells acids eat at the tissues acids eat at the brain they they eat at you know they eat all whenever you have uh like a like a, for example a baby a baby has a diaper on and it pees its diaper if you don't clean that pee up within within a certain amount of time what is going to happen it's going to develop a rash why did it develop a rash because of the acidic the the acidity of the pee 
was burning the skin. So now he has a rash. You see what I'm saying? This is very important. And and if that if imagine that. Imagine, you know, that you have you have the urine on the skin, burning the skin, and it causes a rash. That's on the outside of the body. Imagine what's happening inside the body. Imagine that when you when your pee is so acidic because you're drinking soda, you're eating all types of candy, you're eating all types of fast food and junk food. Imagine what's happening inside of your body. You know, everything is, is acidic inside of your body. Everything that your stomach and your digestive system and your intestines is processing is acidic. It's burning your it's burning your colon, it's burning your intestines, it's burning your duodenum. You know, and and it, it, it's very bad. And a lot of people can't see what's going on inside of their body. I like to use a, you know, a comparison. I was like, man, if the human body was like a glass, like a glass structure and you could see through it and you could see the processes that your body's doing whenever you eat certain foods and consume certain, you know, drinks, people would really start to pay attention and be like, wow. That's horrible. The starch in the bread is literally not even moving throughout my my body. It's literally stuck in my colon. It's not even moving. Dang, I just drank the smoothie. The smoothie can't even can't even get through to my body and be digested and fermentate properly because it's blocked. The colon and the mucus is literally preventing it from coming in through my system. You know, this 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 is why eating alkaline is very important. So alkalinity is anything natural. Everything man-made or hybrid or unnatural, made in labs or the genes of the, the plant were spliced uh, or spliced and, you know, made a hybrid vegetable or hybrid fruit is acidic, meaning it has a pH below seven. So what it does is it, it weakens the it weakens the mucous membrane, it destroys the cells. And then the body has a mucosal response to try to calcify and to neutralize the, the acidity of what you just consumed. And that's why you have a, a lot of mucus, like coughing up mucus, bronchitis, pneumonia, um, runny noses, stuff like that. Mucus coming out of your eyes whenever you whenever you wake up, whenever you sleep and wake up. Your body's trying to, you know, get rid of acids all the time. So there's an abundance of mucus inside of your body. This is what they call sickness, you know, mucus in the lungs, bronchitis, pneumonia, you know, mucus in your in your nose and your sinus and sinus cavity, sinusitis. They this is what they this is what they call disease, and all it is is just manifestations of of responses from your body because you weren't listening to your body. Whenever you eat something. And here's the difference. You can eat something like cayenne pepper, which is very spicy. And it's going to open up your pores and make you sweat and make your nose stiff, uh, you know, make you have a runny nose and stuff like that. And you're going to feel like your mucus coming out of you. You're going to see it. And you're going to have to blow your nose or you might have a mucus come up from your, um, you know, from your, th from your throat. And this is what you call, um, what's the word for it? Let's just say this is what you call food that helps you detox. This is getting the mucus out of you. When you eat stuff like dairy, which is very acidic and mucus forming, the mucus is trying to come out of you, but 
it's because it 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 caused the mucus. So the mucus is trying to you the food you just ate caused your body to produce an abundance of mucus to try to neutralize and calcify the acids. So now your body's trying to get rid of that. On the other hand, when you eat cayenne pepper, your body's trying to get rid of the mucus because it's detoxing. See that cayenne pepper doesn't cause the mucus. Cayenne, cayenne pepper trying to, tries to get rid of the mucus. It's like purging. It's purging the mucus out of you. On dairy, on the other hand, is literally acidic, acidic, so it's causing mucus. So now your body's trying to get rid of that mucus that the dairy just caused. So that's the difference between detoxing and then, you know, hurting your body, which is producing too many mu- too much mucus. And the problem is, most people who are eating this dairy and eating this meat and eating the breads and stuff like that, they don't learn from that. They think that they just caught a cold. They think that someone else gave them a sickness where they caught a virus or a bacteria infection or something like that, which is causing a lot of mucus to come out and causing cold and flu-like symptoms and fevers and stuff like that. They don't ever think that it's the dairy. They don't ever think that it's the meat and the bread and stuff like that. So they keep eating this stuff, which is which keeps causing more and more mucus. And then eventually, you know, if they don't detox properly, which a lot of people don't, they take pharmaceutical medicines which stop the detoxification process, which is why the mucus goes away and the cold and flu-like symptoms go away. And you think that the medicine worked, but all it did was just push the toxins back into the body and they go deep into the tissues and they go to different areas and the body tries to find other ways to get rid of it through alternative uh, eliminations. And then they suppress those symptoms again. And then eventually this is what they call chronic disease. So it's very important to eat alkaline, you know, make sure you're consuming alkaline things. And a lot of the, a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, the certain grains like teff, spelt, rye, quinoa, fonio, stuff like that. That's alkaline. And you have a lot of fruits like grapes, uh, sour oranges, you know, cherries, blueberries, strawberries, blackberries. You have a burro banana, baby banana. All these things are alkaline, and you want to eat these things alkaline because it bring it brings harmony to the body. It assists the body in either building or detoxing. It it nourishes the body. It doesn't hurt the body. It doesn't cause uh, it doesn't cause you to it doesn't cause your cells to be eroded and deteriorated. It doesn't cause the mucosal membrane, the the mucous membrane to be aggravated. You know, it, it's a harmony to your body. It helps your body get back to a state of homeostasis. And it, it's what what's meant for you. It's the food that's meant for you. So if you do eat acidic mucus forming foods like meat, dairy and starch and a lot of junk food and you drink soda like that, I recommend you to go on a on a fast. You can water fast for a one day to one to three days. You can juice fast for one to three days and you can dry fast for one to three days. Now, the dry fast is one of the most extreme fasts you can do. Because you're literally not consuming anything. So, you, you know, your body's not used to that. So it might throw it off and you might have some detoxification symptoms like a fever or a cough. You might be really dehydrated, stuff like that. So I recommend a water fast. So a water or juice fast. With a juice fast, you know, your your body can get nutrients still. 
while also getting hydrated and flushed out and cleansed. So what you do is you just get some fruit juices, you know, juice some fruits, or you can go to a farmer's market or a store and buy some fruit juice. Make sure it's all natural, organic, only has one ingredient or multiple ingredients that are all natural. Make sure there's no ingredients like absorbic acid. Make sure there's no, you know, added sugars and artificial sugars, stuff like that. And just drink this stuff all day, every day for like one or one to three days. This is all you're going to drink and incorporate that with intermittent fasting with the six. I like the 16, eight method where you're not eating for 16 hours throughout the day. And then eight hours you have a you have the eating window for the eight hours. Don't eat after um, if you for the people who eat food, don't eat after don't eat before 11 a.m. and don't eat after 8 a.m. You know, you don't want to eat before bed. You don't you don't want to block your digestive system and have it backed up while the body's not digesting food because when it's nighttime, your body's trying to produce melatonin and it's trying to mellow out and sleep and not have to worry about breaking down food while you're sleeping. Because sleeping is sleeping is one of the most important things for recovery. While you're sleeping, your body's working on getting rid of foreign proteins. It's breaking down certain particles and, and crystallized things that's inside of your body. It's doing all types of things, trying to bring that body back to a, a homeostasis. So whenever you eat uh, at nighttime, right before you go to sleep, now instead of focusing on recovery, now your body's spending all of its energy and resources on breaking down the food. So you don't want to do that. Um, so don't eat before 11 a.m. Don't eat after 8 p.m. And the reason why you don't want to eat before 11 a.m. is because 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. is when your body is doing its heaviest detox. So, which is usually why when you wake up in the morning, you have to pee or you have to go poop. That's because your body just spent all that time throughout the night detoxing, getting rid of waste. And now it's trying to get it out of your body. That's why you pee and poop in the morning. So I recommend the fasting if you need any information or any help on how to do the fast or, you know, you just lost or anything like that, or you need guidance or assistance or some advice, I'm here for you. You can message me on Instagram, afro.kills, A-F-R-O dot K-I-L-L-S. You can email me, sremes at gmail.com, S-R-A-M-E-S-E at gmail.com. You know, I'm always here for you guys. All I want to do is just keep giving y'all positive information, keep leading y'all the right way and be the catalyst for the change in your life. You know, that's the reason why I do this podcast. That's the reason why I post the content that I do. And that's the reason why I do everything I do for you guys. So that's what I'm saying. Um, if you want any consultations, one-on-one consultations, you can email me or message me on Instagram again. Instagram, afro.kills, A-F-R-O dot K-I-L-L-S, or my other Instagram, cognizant.mind, C-O-G, N-I-Z-A-N-T-Z-A-N-T dot minds. You know, I'm always here for you guys. You can email me also, sremes at gmail.com, S-R-A-M-E-S-E at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to help you out and be there for you to help you become healthier. This is what it's all about. That being said, uh, share this podcast and, you know, screenshot it, at me on your story. I repost it. You know, tell your, firm, t- tell your friends, tell your family members. You know, thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode.